Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Problem Gambling Helpline. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater. Oh, feels so good to say back in the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. You happy, happy to be back? Happy, happy, happy. And I tell you what else I was happy about today, Rick, was the fact that I received by mail Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. Yeah. That means it's official. We thought we thought it was official this past week when we were in Nashville, Tennessee for the SEC Football Media Days. When you well, get the magazine, it's like the Lindy's, it's like the Athlons, it's like all those magazines. This one, though, is so much all about Arkansas. Arkansas high schools, Arkansas colleges and universities. That's when you say it's football. Well, you can brag on it because they send you one. I bought one this week uh, because they don't send me one every year. So, anyway, but you talk about high school football every Friday night. I don't. It is an attractive cover. It's got Sam Pippen on it. You can buy it at any Walmart store and probably anywhere else. But um, yeah, I, I had it before you did, Randy, because you were out of state. You got back and got it in the mail. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very happy camper. I'm happy you're happy. I am happy (laughs) that you're happy. (laughs) It's also great to be back home. Uh, There's a certain aspect the first couple of days. It's, you know, you're wound up and Mm -hmm. uh, rip-roaring to go. And you basically start as early as 9 o'clock in the morning. And it's pretty much nonstop until 6 o'clock in the evening. Which, in my case, if anything that happens after 4 o'clock, I can't. I can't help in that regard, but uh, it is it is one uh, how they execute that. They've got it so precise. The SEC office has got it down to a science, and and I don't know. It may have reached its peak maybe five years ago. And what I mean by that, where okay, let's say. Um, Sam Pittman is in the main media room. That's predominant writers. And if it said 30 minutes, they allocated 30 minutes, they sometimes will go 45 minutes. Mm. Well, that threw everything else yeah. off schedule yeah. uh, from that point forward. And they have really reined it in. Um, Kevin Trainer, University of Arkansas Senior Associate Athletic Director, uh, he is the moderator uh, in the main media room, and Kevin runs a very tight ship. You know, it's kind of like they say, okay, you've got 15 minutes uh, to give your speech. Well, there's no trap door where you can, you know, open it up, and if they're going long, ah, okay, there he goes. He's out of here. Um, but Kevin does a great job. All the moderators, in fact... We were supposed to get 15 minutes, and most times in the electronic room, and most times we only got like 10 on the average. So, anyway, good time, and uh, now I'm ready to roll my sleeves up, and let's get after it. Yeah, you know, one of the things we missed yesterday I forgot to comment on, and 
Uh, we can gig him a little bit. He's a competitor uh, on the same time as we are. <clears throat> and, you know, I've, I've been outspoken, not being a fan of Paul Feinbaum for years. But I will say this. When he's on the SEC network, uh, he's a little bit more moderate than he, than he was when he used to be on radio and uh, used to shine Nick Saban's shoes and uh, everything he could, and Auburn fans hated him. I don't see him very often. He's okay. All right? <laughs> but didn't you love... What Lane Kiffin said yesterday. Lane Kiffin. Now this was in the, maybe in the big. Or no, yeah, it was on. It was on what you played yesterday, about how Feinbaum has once again declared yeah. that yeah. Nick Saban's not any good. Yeah, that anymore. was in our room. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and he says thanks a lot, Paul, yeah. for motivating yeah. Nick Saban, saying yeah. he's not any good anymore. Yeah. And, you know, there are those out there thinking, oh boy, Kirby Smart's got it. Nick Saban's a. <laughs> You know, and I don't know. I don't know if Alabama will win another national championship under him or not. They've won six. That's enough. But um, I thought that was pretty funny uh, when Lane, because Lane Kiffin wasn't as outspoken as he sometimes is, except for the NIL thing. But um, I thought that was pretty humorous. Well, I, I, I'm sure you read the article today uh, in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette by Wally, and he was saying that uh, basically Lane Kiffin mailed it in. Uh, in the main media room. I don't think he mailed it in in our room. No, he didn't at all. I, I thought he was uh, inter- quite entertaining. And, I, I, you know, I, I joked about it yesterday, and I think that's kind of what Wally was saying. Um, did he get caught in a tornado? You know, that that hair was, I don't know how high. Somebody yeah, either it was weird. fluffed it up or something because... It was weird, and then he was extremely casual. But, yeah. you know, several, I know that uh, Greg Sankey, uh, in his opening comments, had said that, you know, this is being dedicated to uh, not wearing a tie when he made his remarks on Monday uh, to Mike Leach, who hated wearing a tie. And But there were several coaches that, uh, head coaches, obviously, this past week, they didn't have ties on. They all had jackets, but um, a lot of missing ties. You yeah. know something else that I'm 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 gradually liking, and I guess from a comfort standpoint, I'm seeing so many guys now wearing tennis shoes with suits, white tennis shoes or different color tennis shoes. You know, Dan Mullen used to be the king of that. And then it, it seemed like when Dan Mullen quit wearing tennis shoes, nobody else was wearing tennis shoes. Now, <laughs> a lot of folks are wearing tennis shoes. Uh, by the way, I'm going to uh, repeat this, what was sent to Out of Bounds just a few moments ago. Uh, but Brandy says, from our Asher Record Service company, Live Fin Feedback, says, uh, I don't know if you all have talked about it, but Zach Fisher who lives in Benton, made the cut at the British Open at plus two. Oh, good. Great. You know, it's... I don't know about you. I do love... I love to watch the Masters, and I like to watch the U.S. Open. I'm always aware of the PGA. I wish they'd move it back to August, but nonetheless, it's... The British Open... You forget about it. About 3 o'clock, you think, oh, British Open's on today. No, it's already over. <laughs> so you just don't think about it. I did see that the guy made the hole-in-one. I, I saw the replay of that. The guy made a double bogey there yesterday. The 17th is supposed to be this absolutely horrific par 3 that everybody hates. And um, same guy that made a 5 yesterday got a hole-in-one on it today. But, um, yeah, so I'm glad he made the cut. I just always forget it's on. I do, too. Yeah, you're it's not. On, it's on so early. You are not alone in that fact. Yeah. So, so it I, does I, happen. Uh, but uh, I mean, the, the issue is they are, I think, seven hours ahead. Six. There's six. six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Six yeah. hours uh, yeah, ahead. I of did. Us. I did watch a little bit of Wimbledon, and that's that's how I figured out the six hours. I watched a little bit of the uh, French Open this year. They're seven hours ahead. So, uh, anyway, that's why you watch at weird times when you watch these finals. 
It is. You got to get up early. Mm-hmm. Be an early riser if you want to catch it. Now, I'm guessing, I, I don't know this for a fact, I would think, on the other hand, maybe, I don't know if the Golf Channel, uh, it was on Peacock. I saw uh, today NBC had it on Peacock. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't have Peacock, so so I couldn't have watched it anyway. Surely NBC had a little of it, didn't they? I would think so. Yeah, I would think I so. I don't know. I never turned and, it on. And, and, oh, well, it doesn't matter, because guess what? DirecTV's at war with NBC and Fox. <laughs> the, the Fox, not Fox News, or not Fox Sports, but Fox, you know, like that has their TV shows. So we don't have Fox, and we don't have NBC right now. So it wouldn't make any difference. It wouldn't make any difference if I did know. I thought the, you the you were going to cut the cord. No, I, I tell you, I, I think I will probably pretty soon. And to me, the best deal is Fubo. Fubo has everything you want except Fubo. For, it's got MLB and the Bally Sports, as long as Bally exists. And... Uh, and it's and it's got all the SPNs, and the SEC network, and anything else we want to watch. And you know, just like everything else, it's got 150 stations you don't want, but you pay a lot less for it. Uh, but you know, the two stations they don't have. This is pretty funny. Or three, they do not have TBS, TNT, or True Network. Oh, you're kidding! Now, most of the time, I could care less because I I never watch any of those three. But at the NCAA tournament, yeah, how can you not have now? We know that you can watch any NCAA tournament game on your computer, regardless of your TV. Correct. So, so I can still watch them on the computer. But all the things that I've researched and looked at, who's got the, about the 12 things that I definitely want, all of them have T. I don't even think of TBS. I just figure they're a throw-in for everybody, and they're not on there. Hmm. So, once again, I don't want to make a deal out of that all day, talking about TV, but... That that looks to me the most appealing and price wise too. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but um, the preseason SEC football media poll yeah. mm-hmm. was released, and yeah. really no surprise uh, in the East, Georgia really? overwhelming Can favorite. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Two hundred and sixty-five first place. Votes. Tennessee is second. Uh, they had 14 first place votes. <laughs> South Carolina is number three in the East. And you might want to, for what it's worth, this is the last time we're going to be saying divisions. Last yeah. time. Yeah, no. So you might just want to, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know how you want to uh, look at. Uh, what will now be past history, but anyway, just for what it's worth. Kentucky is number four. They drew one first place vote. Uh, Florida, then Missouri. This is the one that I've got to tell you. Whoever cast these, maybe one wouldn't be far-fetched. Eight first place votes for the Number seven team in the East, the Vanderbilt Commodores. Eight, eight first place votes. No, that's impossible. No, it's not. It's right there on paper. Eight. What? Eight. Now, did did they not go like five and seven last year? Something like that. Yeah, and their coach says they're going to beat Alabama and everybody else in the near future, but. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's worth repeating one more time. Missouri didn't get Eight? a first-place vote. Neither did Florida. Kentucky got just one. South Carolina got three. Tennessee got 14 first-place votes. But who got eight? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. That's, that's just... In the crazy. Western Division, Alabama... 165 first place votes. Yeah. And not that far behind was LSU at number two with 117 first place votes. Texas A&M is number, what is that, one, two, three. Uh, they drew one first place vote. Ole Miss is fourth. They didn't draw a first place vote, zero. Arkansas is fifth. Uh, with three 
first place votes. Really? Three That's first great. place votes. Wow. How about that? Auburn, I didn't I voted Arkansas I I changed interchanged um I didn't have A and M I forget where I had A and A and M I was either fourth or fifth and I can't remember now. I think I had I think I had Arkansas at fourth, I think. I can't remember. Uh, I wonder who voted. Now, how many people vote? Because I guess a lot of people vote because you're talking about 200 voted Georgia first and there was others. So there's a lot of people voting in this, aren't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. On the actual, I'll email this to you uh, when I get home tonight. Uh, let's see. Talking about the poll? I got it. Okay. Yeah, uh, Georgia was selected with two thousand and eleven points. So, but it doesn't say how many actually voted on this. Auburn picked up four first place votes. They are number six, and last but not least, Mississippi State. They drew one first place vote, and then the overall SEC champion. I am not sure. You might have to go back to uh, Mike DeBose before you might have seen the big gap when he was right. coached at Alabama. Between Georgia and Alabama, the uh, selection, the winner, if you will, Georgia drew 181 points. Number two was Alabama with 62 points. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a big well, gap. That's, that's a first, isn't it? Yeah. I'd, I'd, now, Georgia may have been picked to win it last year, um, but I doubt the gap was that big. Uh, LSU was number three with 31 points, number four, Tennessee, with five points. Vanderbilt got five votes to win the – I guess the eight that voted them um, to win the um, mm. East – didn't Five have the heart the to whole thing, huh? Yeah, didn't have the heart to have them win the whole thing. Oh, how many did? So nobody voted the whole thing. No, Vanderbilt got five. Got five, yeah. Well, hey, if they're going to beat Georgia in the East, you figure they can beat anybody in the yeah. West, right? Yeah. Huh? Uh, Arkansas had two, Auburn two, A&M one, Mississippi State one, South hmm. Carolina one. How about that? Now, this is when you get to the first-team offense – I'm not sure. I mean, I I think he's an excellent player, and I'm talking at the quarterback position. That is Jaden Daniels. Yeah. LSU. Yeah. Now, second team is KJ Jefferson, but I thought KJ should have been because I did vote him on the first team quarterback. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins and Rocket Sanders are the two running backs. Malik. Neighbors, LSU wide receiver, Lad McConkey of Georgia, wide receiver, tied in. And they don't they don't have player of the year, preseason player of the year. Uh I would vote him preseason player of the year, and that is Brock Bowers. He is very impressive, by the way. Yeah, he's good. On the podium. Is he? Yes, very impressive. Well, I, thought he, I thought they said he didn't say much. They did in our room. I don't know about the main room. Okay. But uh, you got to understand, that's 30 minutes worth in the big room. You know, and and I have to say this. You you have been aware of this for years. There's a little edginess between the quote writers and the radio room. (laughs) There is. (laughs) And I think the writers feel like this is their day, and radio is kind of a... It's nice to have you here. Uh, we'll give you some tidbits. Don't you think that? You ever felt that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, that is certainly in deference to our good buddies at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Well, well see, and, and here's the way I, I figure that, and here's where it's changing. Okay, I can go back to my days in sports information. Now, we're going back way back now. This is 23 years ago since I've I've left there. And um, so for all of you out there that still think I'm employed by because I'm positive about the Razorbacks, I, I haven't gotten a check from them in 23 years. 
But I can remember back back then, obviously, and at the height until 1991 when the Gazette disappeared, in the 70s and 80s, newspaper circulation in Arkansas was enormous. And if you'd have thought about the reach of a station like The Buzz, wouldn't even compared to what circulation of those two newspapers. And the Gazette dwarfed the Democrat. And, of course, the De- Democrat won the war because uh, the Gazette sold from family ownership to Gannett, which was a very stupid move. But they probably made a lot of money, but it ruined the Gazette. So anyway, uh, I have to tell you, even from a sports information standpoint, we always gave preference to newspapers because they were so big. And radio, the way we looked at it was, just about every radio station carried the Razorbacks, so why would we give them a credential? Because if we did that, we'd have 90 radio stations Mm -hmm. in the press box. That's just my thinking, okay? And then, of course... You and David started having a post game. Okay, we got to help you because you you definitely have a show on after the game. But anybody else who was just covering the game, just to sit in the press box, we wouldn't do that. Well, things have changed dramatically because you'd have to tell me I, I I know what our ratings have been because you always tell me, and I'm very grateful to all our listeners for keeping us in the number one spot. I'm guessing our radio show. Every day, I'm just guessing now, because I saw the Democrat Gazette wrote, they, they had a, a full page the other day on what their circulation is compared to circulation of other dailies. Uh, I'm guessing our reach is a lot more than theirs is. But from a sports information standpoint, I don't know if they realize that. And, and so, because that's never been the case before. But I, I'm, we reach a lot of people every day. They're, all the buzz stations shows do. And so uh, that ought to be taken into consideration. So you ought to be on the front row, Randy. I am. Are you? Last couple of years, I've been on the front row. Well, you should be because the the buzz, the reach is is amazing. And that's not to denigrate the Democrat Gazette, but subscriptions to newspapers are are down, way down. They're they're very fortunate that they're not as in bad shape as a lot of newspapers are. Well, it was very smart to go to the tablet. I can say that. Yes. Drive Time Sports will continue. With Justin and West, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Hi, I'm Sherry with Central Arkansas Fireplaces. If you're like my family, you love grilling year-round. We're proud to be stocking Blaze, Napoleon, Smoking Brothers, and Green Mountain Grills. We also carry fire pits and Bromick patio heaters for all you cold season grillers. No matter what your family prefers, come let us show you our selection of gas and pellet grills and outdoor patio heaters at Central Arkansas Fireplaces, where we know fireplaces and grills. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. 
We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day at Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Hoop Scoop, better known as Kevin McPherson. Thanks to our friends, our defense brokers. But first, those that probably observed that crazy man who was sprinting, couldn't wait to get to the double B's. So that I could pick up my morning cup of coffee. I had missed my Renoco coffee. And uh, I'm getting pretty good at grinding up my select roast. And then produce that hot and fresh cup of Renoco coffee. I haven't yet uh, tried the cappuccino. I think I've got to try it. Just, just to say I tried it. You know, it's like. Frank, he made me try sushi, and I was so happy he made me do that. That's another story. But um, also, while I was there, I made sure I picked up all my favorite snacks and uh, chips. I've been I've been waiting to get those nacho uh, Doritos. Oh, those are so good. Uh, I got two packs. In fact, two for eight dollars. So can you? And um, I fell in love with. Uh, the water that they had there at the SEC, and I thought, hmm, I think I'm going to just continue on. And that was the 20-ounce uh, Life Water. And uh, they've got it priced right now at 229 These are just a few of the great specials you're going to find at your local Double Bs. And be sure to ask the cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on all of your purchases at all the stores. It's Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Well... Kevin, it is now at least one piece of the puzzle has now been played, and that is Mr. Minifield is going to redshirt this year. He is going to be a non-scholarship redshirt. So I'm guessing that big word non, he's not on scholarship, but he's going to redshirt. Now I'm guessing only guessing that the NIL is going to help pay for that scholarship I mean for that for his uh, tuition and so forth hey Randy hey Kevin <laughs> <laughs> so I've been telling you guys for a while I've been telling everybody yeah. that's listening for a while Arkansas could end up with 14 players you can only have 13 on scholarship they could have two players end up red shirt only one or possibly none. We've moved out. We can eject the none, the possibly yeah. none. That's out. That's yeah. out the window. 
Yeah. Now we're down to two, possibly one. Only 13 can be on scholarship. So non-scholarship is equivalent. Uh, you know, you can, we can phrase it however we want. Randy just asked about the NIL money. I've been asked not to speak about NIL, so I'm not going to confirm or deny. That oh, been yeah. asked to stay away from it. You went there, Randy. I'm going to stay away from it. But but would you but, would you would you either confirm or deny that what I said could be in play? Of course, it could be. I don't, okay. In fact, you know, in this age of NIL. Uh, you, you hope that that helps everybody out in the ways that they need it, and so this may be a, there may be a need there. Okay, so having <laughs> agreed with you on that much, uh, uh, you know we know that Bayfall was one of those kind of mystery things. Is he on campus? Is he not? It really wasn't that big of a mystery, but we did break the news in concert with at least confirming that that he'd been practicing with the team since early July. Now we've seen a flood of photos coming from the University Men's Basketball Program, as well as a really cool video. Was that earlier today? Yesterday? It's all running together now. Uh, but you, you know, Bayfall was uh, prominently featured in those in those uh, social media splashes. So, you know, he's been practicing with the team. You know, I will tell you that his availability next year is the last remaining piece of the puzzle in terms of whether or not there could be another red shirt. And so, one of the things I've said over and over again, too, going back weeks, is that if Arkansas has any players red shirt, it's not by Design and it wouldn't be because that was the plan for those players. It would be based on their availability. I don't speak in terms of specifics when it comes to academics or injuries or medical stuff, unless the staff has been cleared to put it out or, or greenlighted me to do so, or the player or their family. So we're not in a situation where that's the case. But we all talk in terms of availability. So you know, if there's another red shirt coming down the bike it's likely to be, that would be Bayfall. Um, so we'll see what happens there. That's still pending. Arkansas's had an unnamed commit. I've used the word commit. It's way beyond commit. Um, it's not, you know, it, it's it's way beyond that. And so this is the, what we consider the 14th player, I guess, uh, would be the seventh from the transfer portal. Uh, we know Blocker and Fall are the two from, from the high school signing class back in November, so this would be the seventh portal player. Uh, we still count Minifield because even though he's redshirting and even though he's non-scholarship, he still came out of the portal and he's still at Arkansas and going to be there unless something changes from what we know now. So this no, unnamed player, he's you know in that 6'6 six, six range, 3'4 combo forward, um, and we'll wait. I think it could be next week. That's what I was told when a public announcement would be made, but I was told weeks ago it would be a Monday, and then I was told a Tuesday, and then they pumped the brakes. And I think the reason they did that, they kind of wanted some of these other things to resolve a little bit. You know, and then they've kind of sprinkled it out. We got the Bayfall news out in the Minifield today. So maybe it is time for the unnamed commit to finally be unveiled, unmasked, revealed, um, you know, and so that could happen maybe in the next few days, maybe early next week, midweek. And if it doesn't happen that soon, they've got probably reasons why they want to sit on it. Um, but, you know, Arkansas is going to wrap up the second, the second part of the early limited practices that go through June and July. That'll wrap up fairly soon. They'll have a small, uh, you know, a break for a week or two. Then they'll come back. Uh, Arkansas does have three players that either are not practicing or very limited. We've known about Trevor Brazil and Mekhi Mitchell. Uh, I think we're going to see those guys back in the fold in fairly short order, and it could be any time maybe in August or September for those two. The other one is Philippe Vidal. He's been out of practice a little bit as of late, but he's expected for a full return back to practice uh, when you know m- most likely when the fall semester resumes. Like I said, they'll be out for a, you know maybe up to a couple of weeks, and then coming back and things pick up back up with an expanded version of limited practices until. It's full-on practice time, you know, just a few weeks after they get back to school. So, you know, those are kind of some updates, uh, guys. I kind of went through a lot of stuff other than just the stuff, what came out today with Minifield. What is, is Chandler Lawson, is he still in the picture? I've, I've heard nothing about him. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that was the one thing I just left out. I, I was checking down my list, and I guess I just looked over that with so much else I was saying. He's expected to be available for practices soon. He's still in the mix. That's part of the 14. He was the sixth player out of the portal. 
We know there were five guards and a wing, or a combination of guard wing and that first five out of the portal that started in early April, went through mid-April when those players committed, and it was kind of quiet for a while. Then late last month, about the time that the NBA draft was going, that week, the day after the draft is when we learned of Lawson Chandler's commitment. He'd visited earlier that week. Uh, so that was the sixth portal commitment, and then there's been an unnamed one out there. You know, in theory, we could say the unnamed guy is really the sixth, okay, because he, he was really on board before Lawson Chandler, but we'll call him the seventh since chronologically when it hits publicly, he'll be the seventh. But, you know, um, Chandler Lawson is should be cleared for practice fairly, fair, in fairly short order. If something changes on that and I find that out, then we'll, we'll address that at that time. But right now, it looks like pretty soon he'll be joining the team in practice. Um, and, and if it doesn't happen here at the tail end of this July part of the limited practice, it's, it's, it should be then when they get back after a week or two break. Isn't it Chandler Lawson? Because you said Lawson Chandler. I thought oh, was... Chandler Lawson. I'm sorry. I, okay. I'm thinking Lawson Blake, the walk-on. Yeah, I'm, I've got two two Lawsons in my head here. Well, it's okay. Uh, but Chandler I... Lawson, you get, you're going to have two Lawsons on a five-player front line, guys. Available for next year for sure, uh, and so one of them's Lawson Blake, the walk on, and Chandler Lawson, the six eight combo forward from Memphis, played two his first two years at Oregon, transferred to the Memphis Tigers where he played the last two years. He's a grad transfer, uh, and so he should be cleared for joining the team soon. Okay, all right, thank you. Uh, let's talk with Shane. Shane, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Hoop Scoop? Yes, I do. Uh, I was going to see as far as uh, battle goes. Is is did you say a minute ago that he uh, that uh, he was not going to be in practice or guys? That was a little muffled. I heard battle, but I didn't hear the rest of it. Are you talking about Khalif battle? That. Are you talking about Khalif battle? Yeah, Shane? he's been practicing. What, what what's his question? Yeah, try it again, uh, Shane. I want to see, see what? Try it again. Try try your question again. Yeah, I, was on, I heard that you know battle was not going to be uh be uh be eligible. Be there. Yeah. Any any, I've I've not heard he's not eligible. Yeah, hey, guys, you there? Yeah. I, I just ran through it. Um, there's only two guys whose availability. We're really in play here in terms of will they red shirt or not. One of those has been answered today. Another one who I said just a bit ago is is Bay Fall. We're, we're going to learn on that at some point. Khalif Battle, I mentioned, is one of three players not practicing right now. Trevor Brazil, Makai Mitchell, Khalif Battle. This is a very recent development. He has been practicing. He is expected to be back soon, and it may be when they return after this upcoming break but as of now, he's expected to be back soon. It has nothing to do with the kind of availability that might be impacted, that it has impacted at least one player and maybe another. So I don't speak in terms of specifics when it comes to academic stuff or medical stuff. So I, I use other words like availability, um, you know, and so battle should be back soon. Ankles is what I've heard. But that may not be. Well, there you go. You've heard something on it, so you could say it. I, I did. Okay. I, I heard an ankle was the issue with him. Okay. We got Tim waiting, but we're needing to go to a break. Oh, boy, that was close. Hang on. Mr. Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. And thanks to our good friends. At Fence Brokers. Chris, if you're listening, good afternoon, my friend. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment.
Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu Outboard dealer. Tohatsu Outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu Outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com. The month of July has become synonymous with Shark Week. The truth is, the sales staff of some dealerships will make you feel like you're in an episode the minute you pull on the lot. Don't get stuck in a feeding frenzy. Just go see Guadney Butte Gym C next to Sam's Club in Northland Rock. The sales team at Guadney are high on product knowledge and low on pressure. Get incredible low rates right now on new Buick and GMC. And no payments for the rest of the summer. So don't swim with the sharks at another dealership because it's never Shark Week at Guadney Buick Gym C. Guadian Buick GMC is offering 0.9% on 2023 GMC Sierra 1500. Additional $1,250 rebate on Sierra with eligible trade. 2.49% on new Buick SUVs. GMC Acadia at 1.9%. No payments for the rest of the summer. All offers with approved credit. Guadian Buick GMC, Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. GMC, we are professional grade. Saracen Summertime Sports Car Giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Family problem? Call 800 522 4700 Your change can help families of hospitalized children at Ronald McDonald House. Just ask to round up for RMHC when you place your order anytime you're at McDonald's. This way, families of critically ill children can stay at Ronald McDonald House at no cost while their child is receiving life-saving care at a local hospital. All of that change stays right here in Little Rock. So next time you're at McDonald's, ask to round up to RMHC and you'll be leaving with so much more than just a meal. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. You know how easy it is to talk about Tacos for Life. It's easy because we had another one of those evenings the other night where we took four, our four kids that um, are like our grandkids, and uh, they're anywhere from nine years old to 14 years old. When we tell them we're going to Tacos for Life, it's almost like an explosive cheer together. They all can't wait to get there. They love what they're eating there. I think every one of them would eat 10 gallons of cheese queso if they had that opportunity. They love the tacos. A couple of them like the quesadillas, and uh, everybody gets what they want. It's pretty amazing. And you know what? For every meal we buy, we're furnishing a meal for somebody that's food insufficient. That's what every customer does at Tacos for Life. And in a little less than 10 years, they have furnished well over 30 million meals to people with food insufficient all over the world. It's pretty amazing. So you're eating this great food. If you take your kids, they're going to absolutely love it. And you're helping people food insufficient. Try it tonight. Tacos for life. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right. Let's go right 
to Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Hoop Scoop. I sure do. Hey, Kevin, uh, how are we looking on the three-pointers? I guess he's asking if Arkansas is going to shoot three-pointers better than they did last year. Yeah, they're shooting it any better. Well, I've heard they're shooting it better. They chart everything in practice. I've heard that they feel good about a lot of it. Um, And here's the thing. I mean, if you look at Arkansas as bad as it was last year, the three top three-point shooters, by percentage, Joseph Pinion, Trevor Brazil, Debo Davis, with various levels of volume because of their availability, led Arkansas in three-point shooting. Then in the portal, they brought in guys that were markedly better than most of the guys that just departed for the NBA draft. And so when you put all that together, you got to think Arkansas can't be as poor from the three-point line, not only as it was last year, but the prior year. Both seasons, Arkansas was ranked near the bottom of Division One in three-point efficiency. Uh, and then they started to cut their volume down to play to their strengths. They did a good job overall defensively defending the three. They had to. They had to match somehow their own poor, uh, you know, anemic, you know, being anemic on the three-point end. So they had to make sure defensively that they they shored that up so they didn't get destroyed from behind the line. They did a pretty good job of it, but you, you really don't want to, you know, you'd like to do better than they have done on offense, and I think they will be. To answer your question, I think Arkansas's got the pieces outside of the names I just mentioned who are returning. When I look at Jeremiah Davenport, the senior grad, and all the threes he made, I think 250 in his career at Cincinnati. Uh, Khalid Battle is a guy that I think is going to help Arkansas from behind the arc. He's had, he, he became more and more efficient as his career went on at Temple. Uh, Trayman Mark got better as a three-point shooter and ended up being a better offensive player to the end of last year. And a guy that's a winner based on all the success they had at Houston. In fact, his, his resume and Devo's resume are very similar. And so Arkansas is really not just three-point shooting, but I think the veteran and the, the, the the veteran qualities of all these transfers helps Arkansas, too, in terms of guys with experience. Grown men in the room who aren't just cutting their teeth at the college level for the first time and still teenagers. I mean, you're going to have really a much more uh, a veteran team now. And I think the three-point shooting skill definitely gets elevated. Now, we'll see how it plays out. You know, chemistry and other things matter. Uh, get a, a, a Guards that can move the ball well so that open threes can be taken advantage of. I mean, all that plays into it. But I just think just from a shooting skill standpoint, there's no doubt this may be Musselman's best team in that regard. So Musselman may, Coach, Coach Muss may end up taking them to the Final Four. Well, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I felt like he's assembled rosters the last couple of years uh-huh. that had the potential for that. Um, uh, you know, and this is one of those. This is one of those. I think last year because of injuries, and the fact that even the five stars so young, we saw that inexperience and the growing pains. And I think, you know, from a talent standpoint, Final Four was there. But other things that factor into what makes a team really strong, I think, was missing. And the development was a little slowed because of the missing pieces due to injuries. I think this year, uh, with the pieces they've got back, the returning players, uh, a lot of the stuff we've already talked about, I think there is a potential for them to have another run deep into the NCAA tournament. Potentially, I think Arkansas also should be in the conversation for more preseason top ten rankings. They may not start out that well. I think they should, and I think they should be in the conversation to challenge for an SEC title. You know they have poor starts in league play, and they get so far behind, they're really just trying to dig out and improve seating for NCAA tournament by the time they get things fixed. And it's not as much about competing for a league title anymore, but maybe a more veteran team and you know, maybe after some learning curves the last two or three years, Arkansas can maybe get that part started out as well. We'll see. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you, Tim. Um, this from our Asher Record Service Company Live Fin Feedback. Floyd says preseason predictions are worth about as much as last week's newspaper. Hmm. Players will emerge. Others will disappear. True. Yeah. Very true. true. We, we see a, we see a lot of teams that don't live up to preseason expectations. Arkansas was one of those last year, except Arkansas did get to the Sweet Sixteen, so they kind of finished trending. You know, they, I mean, they've had the misfortune of losing two of the last three years to the eventual national champion. Um, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. But Arkansas is pretty well, 
you know, when you look at back-to-back Elite Eights followed up with a Sweet 16, uh, and in two of those years they came in ranked top 10 or top 15, uh, they, they pretty much lived up to, you know, by the time it's over, to some of the preseason stuff. But he's right. A lot of this stuff is just... It, it's not going to it's not going to pan out like the like the preseason numbers suggest. By the way, guys, a recruiting tidbit: twenty twenty four five star K Hunter Boateng, Little Rock Central, six five wings, seventeen U Arkansas Hawks. We talk about him all the time. He's taken multiple unofficial visits to Arkansas. He had two last summer in the span of five weeks, but he's going to take an, an official visit to Arkansas starting next Friday, the twenty eighth. So. We were just talking about this in our last segment. What are some of these players in that 2024 class going to do? And I said, as the summer winds down with these events, you're going to start seeing guys set up visits. And Arkansas has been very quiet. In years past, they've had their senior, high school seniors-to-be coming in starting in June. None of that happened this year that early, that soon. But Kayonder Boateng, Arkansas, he's a priority recruit. Uh, he, you know, he hasn't put out a final schools list yet, I'm guessing – uh, you know, there'll be more than just Arkansas on it when he gets around to it, but he's going to start an official visit next Friday, a week from today, uh, at Arkansas. So this will be an official visit as in the past, whereas in the past it was an unofficial visit. What are you anticipating out of this 24 class? What, what, how many potential, uh, signees do you see coming out of this class? Well, Eric Musman, who, by the way, guys, I'll see here shortly at Moses Moody's uh, two-day weekend, Moses Moody Day event. He'll be in Little Rock as a guest speaker for tonight in the uh, Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts here in Little Rock. But I'll see Mus. Uh, but with Musman, I never know what dynamics or paradigms is he changing in recruiting. But I do think after signing six guys last year and some of the bumps and bruises and the, the duration it took to get guys you know, up to speed on certain things, didn't we saw this recruiting class really heavy on portal? I think moving forward, unless he's just got you know another situation where he can land three one-and-dones and five-star guys, uh, he might limit it to two or three guys. That's just my feeling on it. Um, you know, So I think saying that, even 2024, you know, maybe two or three guys again. Last year it was two guys. They fall in, in Layden Blocker. We might be looking at something similar this time around if they can get the guys they want. That might be a kind of a max range two to three. Uh, anything more than that means Arkansas is about to win a, a, a high school recruiting title again. <laughs> I don't think he's going to just stack a bunch of high school players like that six-player class unless they're you know, can't, you know guys that look like they'd be in the draft in a year. And even then, I, I, you know, I don't know that, that that'll, it'll exceed three. I think two to three is probably where it lands, guys. Well, unfortunately, John, I'm not going to be able to get you on because we're about to... Uh take the top of the hour break so um i hate that for john because he had called for uh for kevin but there is the music all right kevin enjoy your time tonight at the moses moody uh fair and uh, we'll talk with you next week that is kevin mcpherson better known as hoop scoop courtesy of hogville.net and our good friends at Fence Brokers, Chris Walker and the gang. Coming up next, Trey Beatty, Hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Stay tuned. Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway, in addition to their Russellville location. They carry ledge lounger furniture, PK grills, pool lights, and buckless seal pool chemicals, along with Serona Spa chemicals. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com Your Arkansas travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to 